0: guys. Well, thanks for joining me again at TAM Talks. As you know, this is a place for real and honest conversation. And we talk a lot, whether it be about politics or God or family or how God is moving in our world today. We want to get real and we want to get honest with you. So let me just say right now, make sure you go down right now and click that notification if you're watching me on YouTube so you don't miss any of our uploads. Well, today is a really exciting day because I have not only a dear friend, but a very inspirational and powerful woman who is not only involved in politics, but she is an incredible mother. She is a business owner here in Orange County, California, a woman that I admire greatly. And if you've been watching me very long, you know, my mantra is smart people put smarter people around them. So make sure that you put smarter people. That means people that are educated and wise and can empower you with strategies and with wisdom. So without further ado, let me introduce my dear friend, Teresa Hernandez. Teresa, thanks for being here
1: today. Thank you, Tammy. It's a pleasure.
0: Well, I know that you've been in politics for some time, um, and you are part of what's we call here the Lincoln Club here in Orange County, California, we are still a very conservative part of California. A lot of people don't know that there is conservative territories and regions in California. And thanks to you and the Lincoln Club and your passion, we are standing strong here in Orange County. So let's just start by you introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about you and how you got involved in politics.
1: Sure. Um, Well, I got I'd always been passionate about politics, but then ended up getting married, starting a business, doing all of that and sort of steered away. And then in 2009, or right around then, when um, Obama got elected and he promised hope and change, I uh, really did believe him that he said he would fundamentally transform our country. Mm -hmm. And there was just something in my spirit that said, I can't just, you know, vote i need to do something more and i got very involved i joined an organization in orange county i actually ran for congress but i really not knowing had no chance of winning in that district but that spurred me to meet a lot of political people and then i joined the orange county lincoln club in um, about 13 years ago which started in 1962 with the titans of orange county who wanted a place for conservatives to play and steer politics for, you know, that, that believe in free speech, free markets, um, pro-capitalists, that type of just uh, right-leaning. And it always been a male-dominated organization. And now we are 40% women. And I was elected president of the organization two years ago as the first woman president of the club. Mm-hmm. And we're the largest donor um, uh Pack in California of conservative business owners. So mm-hmm. we're involved locally, uh, state and federally in elections and legislation.
0: Well, well, let me just pick up something because everyone that's listening right now, I know you hear a lot of things from me you hear the spiritual genre, you know, my heart for God and prayer walks and all of right. fasting and all those spiritual things. But I also have a heart for our country i have a heart for politics and you said something i want to touch on you said i felt in my spirit mm-hmm. and you are a woman of faith um we'll get to the business and all the things that you do in a moment but Let's touch on that because I think what happens is there's a stirring in our spirit and right. we at the church or Christians or whatever, who's ever listening right now, when Holy Spirit prompts you to take action, you need to do something. And so right. Teresa, talk to us a little bit, whether it be school boards or Congress or just being aware and joining you know, cl- clubs in your community, what would you say to someone listening right now? How do they get active in educating themselves on what's happening?
1: Well, I think first of all, and I'm speaking to Christians right now, is that, you know, it's not enough just to say, oh, I'll pray for our country or I'll pray we get good people elected and I go to church. Um, you know, I'm gonna say this, I don't know the Bible inside and out like you do, but there is a scripture, Proverbs 29 nine two, that says, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice but when the wicked rule the people mourn and it's i believe a duty to christians to be informed i'm not saying you've got to you know be reading the internet and reading newspapers and everything 24/7 but even 5 10 minutes a day you can Google, click on something to kind of find out what's going on in your community ask like-minded people and i i think if you so you you know, you have to be deaf, dumb, and blind not to see what's going on in our country from school boards on up and the wickedness that's infiltrating our communities. I think it is so important for Christians. One, they have to vote, but n- know who they're voting for. Know what the candidates believe in. That's why churches like Influence, where you have a pastor that actually brings candidates, lets them get up on stage in front of the congregation, Ask some poignant questions so the can so the congregation knows what side of the issues they're on, and they are an informed voters. So one basic is just this thing of, oh, I don't want to be political. I'm Christian. No, that that doesn't fly anymore. You absolutely have to get political enough to vote and be an informed voter. After that. I think it's important, especially, I will say, at the school board level, if you have children, I have four kids, they're all grown now, but if I had children still in a grammar school, junior high or high school, I would run for school board. If you can't run, go to a school board meeting there once a month and find out what's going on. People don't, they always say, oh, I don't believe what's in the textbooks. Believe it. They are absolutely pornographic. Yes. And when they say on TV, on CNN or The View, oh my gosh, I'll just say Ron DeSantis is burning books in Florida. No, he's taking pornographic books out of public or, or school libraries that are meant for five and six and seven-year-olds that talk about things that are in porno movies. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so those are the books he's taking out. Mm-hmm. So parents can have a huge impact running for school board and helping to make policy if you don't have kids in school and that's not your passion you can make such a difference at city council with the laws that impact your city look at what, during covid the local laws that we had just at our county about ma- mask wearing uh businesses opening or closing Your life, you know, what your lifeblood of your income, they control it sometimes much more at the local level than even at the state or federal level. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I would just encourage every single person, at least start with getting informed and know who you are voting for.
0: So good. You know, there's a scripture that uh, I love and the Bible says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Yes. And we sit here with ignorance and that's what you just talked about. So I want you to hear that word. God is speaking. If you'll listen, he's speaking. We're destroyed and we are being destroyed. And I was speaking with some staff this morning, Teresa. It's interesting. I think what happens is often faith-based people, Christian people, right, conservative, Republican, whatever you want to label, mm-hmm. don't know how to fight dirty. I'm going to be honest with you. I think we yes, we want to wow. do the upright thing. We want to do the nice thing. We want to play fair, but it's gotten us where we are today and i'm not saying that we need to be mean or evil but we have to have strategies and insight yes. and revelation from god so let me segue to something that might be a little i don't, know, controversial i'd love to hear your viewpoint but you know there's certain companies and businesses that we may be boycotting or we're we're asking our people not just you know to support and one we would just have this dialogue today is target now, yes. I have to be honest with you, it's right down the street from me. And it's so yes. easy to run in and grab something. But it wasn't just the LGBT. It's not even look, wherever you are with that, you are with that. But when it's blatant, when it's right at the door, when you come in. And now, as we know, they've segued to the demonic. So right. now it's anything from tarot cards to devils to the the really demonic. Right. Where where do you think we go? Because people are saying, where do I shop? What do I do? I don't even have resources anymore. What would you say?
1: Yeah, well, I would say um, they, uh, which I've done, uh, go into a target and ask for the store manager, have your basket full of some of those items, like even in the baby section, all the, all this pride and LGBTQ and all these things you talked about and go up to the manager with a cart full of everything and say, I've been a target shopper for 20 years, 30 years, whatever. I've spent probably hundreds of thousand dollars in your store. We all go in to spend 20 bucks in Target and walk out spending 200. Yeah. I have a family. I don't believe a store should be political or religious. You are here to sell goods. You, the, I know you're just a manager. I know you don't have a say, but I know you do talk to the higher ups. And I want you to know, all of this that you have, that I have in this cart right now is antithetical to what most people in America believe and think, even if you're not Christian and I will no longer be shopping in your store. You're losing my business mm-hmm. and post about it, put it on social media. You know, you can look at what happened to Budweiser right now. Their sales are down. I heard I, last I heard was a Four hundred million, or forty million, or whatever it is, I own a restaurant, and uh, we we had very little bud left. But people just stopped asking for it. It was funny. It's not even like we had to really stop selling it; they stopped mm-hmm. asking for it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people don't like it shoved down their throat. Right, and so you do have a choice. You know, you can. There's still other stores you can go to and, and shop besides target. But can you imagine if just one 20, 20% of Christians in California made a stand posted and stopped going. And they got, if a manager got 10 customers that went up to them in one week and said, I will no longer believe me, that goes up the chain. Oh, yeah. And if they're all about making money. Mm-hmm. So when it mm-hmm. sto- starts affecting their pocketbook, Right, they will listen. Just like right now, that Angel Stadium. Right, believe me, Christians need to go out the night Mm -hmm. of that thing, Mm -hmm. protest, Mm -hmm. write letters, cancel their subscription to tickets, yeah, and write the mayor of the town that is promoting this kind of stuff.
0: Well, let's touch base on that. I was going to bring that up next because that is our town here in Anaheim, where we live and where our church is, and and. Um, we have a new elected mayor. We've gone from a very conservative Republican mayor to a, a very liberal Democrat mayor. And I'm not trying to talk about Republicans or Democrats. I'm just saying the agenda is a much more liberal agenda. We knew it when she was voted in. And so she is, for those that aren't aware of the story, she has invited a um, a sect of uh, nuns, LGBT, LGBT, um, Nuns that I don't even believe they're a part of the Catholic Church. If oh, I have my story correct, right. they call themselves nuns. So I don't even know that they that they are practicing. I don't think they are, um, because the Catholic Church has taken a stand against this. And I don't have enough information. I do know at American Faith, uh, our publication here. Right. Uh, they they wrote an article this morning I cannot tell you where Angel Stadium stands because I don't have that information you might I know it's our mayor who's invited them to come I'm not sure that it is the angels that have concurred with that right. do you have any
1: update on that well it's the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence and oh, that's their a great name <laughs> or tagline um, the line from the Bible when Jesus says Go therefore and sin no more. Mm-hmm. Their t- tagline is go therefore and sin as much as you can. That's wow. literally their motto. Wow. They are men dressed up in colorful nun habits, um, like women, and they mock the Catholic Church, they mock nuns, they mock mock Jesus in really bad sexual connotations. Mm-hmm. They were first invited by the Dodgers to yeah. come to their gay pride night. Then Dodger Stadium got a lot of blowback and uninvited them. Then they got pressure from the LGBTQ to reinvite them, and they caved. And then at the same time, the mayor, Ashley Aiken of, of Anaheim, uh, tweeted out, inviting the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to please come to Anaheim Stadium on um, Gay Pride Night. Now, as you said, if you know you're gay, you're straight, whatever. I-, I think this whole thing is so ridiculous. I mean, in my whole life, I don't go around telling people, "Oh, hi, I'm Teresa. I'm heterosexual," or, mm-hmm. you know, "Hi, I'm Teresa. I'm gay." Nobody cares, and that to me should be not who you are, but for us to have to go out and publicly celebrate it fine people can go to angel stadium that night if they want to do that but now to bring in a sect of basically drag queens dressed as nuns to mock the church jesus and nuns right is is just and there's children that come to these games it's a it's a family orientated this isn't the angel stadium isn't like an adult nightclub this right. is a family oriented right. event in you know, the fun city with Disneyland and and where a lot of children come and the fact that they feel that they have to, um, I don't know if they've agreed, Uh, you know, Dodgers came out for it, then against it now for it. I haven't heard a statement from um, the angels or that, but it's, it just shows you the dark uh, elections have consequences Mm -hmm. and by electing this mayor, she has now She's very pro Planned Parenthood, very pro all of this going on with the drag mm-hmm. queen stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very sad because, you know, there's a lot of Christians and Catholics and just good people that just want a nice life for them and their families have elected somebody that is extreme. Yeah. And um, I think it's incumbent upon the people, especially I know a lot of people go to influence that live in Anaheim to send an email to her. Mm-hmm. Call the, the the Mayor's office and call Angel Stadium and say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we are not for this. Well, you know,
0: yeah, a couple of things. I mean, we are doing that, as you know. Um, but, you know, you mentioned Disney. And of course, we're here right here. I mean, it's it's funny, Anaheim, the home of the angels. And I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, as I pray, I am praying a host of angels around us. I have to go deeper, Teresa. I can't look at what the enemy's doing. I have to appeal to a higher calling, a higher power. I have to ask if we're going to be you know, the city of angels, heavenly angels, host of angels, not demonic demons, because we are in a spiritual war. As you know, we Uh are dealing with principalities and powers and evil rulers in unseen places. And so we mentioned Disney, because if you don't know anything about Anaheim, you know, yes, home of the angels, but home of Disneyland, this is our home here in Anaheim, California. And so we have to go to war. I'm getting ready to start a series in the next couple of weeks called stand just teaching people how to put on spiritual armor, because I don't want to be mean and angry and I don't want to take on that persona I want to be powerful, I want to be equipped, you just gave us strategies Teresa you gave us so many tips and tools and strategies to fight the enemy. I don't know if you heard about this church in, I believe it was North Carolina that actually went to Target. They rallied all the troops of their church. They went to, just like you said, went to the Target and said, we will stop coming here. And literally that Target just pulled all the LGBT, um, everything out. And so we do have a voice. We can take a stand. So talk to me. Now, here's my twist. Do they really care? Because you're a business owner. I mean, the story, even of you opened during COVID and opening your restaurant right. and everything you did here in Orange County, do they care more about a liberal agenda? Do we really even have a voice? What do you think? But who does who care? The bi- do, the- do, do, do business owners care? Oh. Are they so bent toward a liberal agenda that they don't even care about a conservative voice?
1: Well, I still believe they have shareholders to answer to these bigger companies like target and Budweiser, Mm -hmm. and they have to turn a profit. So the people like the girl that you saw on TV, that thought of the whole ad for Budweiser, she Mm -hmm. probably doesn't, but I also heard she's been moved out of her position. The shareholders do care. Mm -hmm. And I think we as individuals think, well, what power do I have? Well, you do have power, one, at the ballot box, two, to run, and three, it's not hard to mobilize. Everybody's got a group. Can you imagine if at Influence Church, you did a day and you just got 50 people, 100 people out in front of a target with signs Mm. saying, stop with the satanic, you know, do not destroy our children out there, make call the local newspapers, have them come out and cover it. Believe it, do, do that for a couple of days. Have people sign up to do it. Or mm-hmm. if you're out in rural America and you don't belong to a church that has the mobilization, get 10 friends. Get mm-hmm. out there and do it. Mm-hmm. This all gets reported up the chain. And then yeah. if it does, if you get an influencer or somebody, you do social media, things take off and get viral. Believe me, in the boardrooms of America, shareholders will still say, We do not want this. Look at the uh, NFL and all kneeling and how the public responded. And you don't see that anymore at the NFL games. It just magically went away. Mm -hmm. Well, it magically went away because it was affecting the brand. So we do have power. And when it goes back to not getting angry, Yes, we can't do things illegal. We can't be violent. But I think of Jesus going into the marketplace and turning over tables. He was pissed, right? <laughs> he was mad. I he think wasn't he had... just a meek guy saying, oh, please don't do that. No, he was no. out there. Yeah. The faith yeah. without works is dead. Yeah. And I'll just tell you really quickly, we had done a deal that I know you know about um, in California, mobilizing pastors giving them a whole day and a half of how they should be involved and they should encourage their um, parishioners to vote and all of that. And um, in some states they are having real success with it. I know in uh, Carolina, they got this last cycle, 50 pastors to run for office and 10 actually won. A little more difficult here in California, but one success story, you know, Robert Shuler, well, Robert Schuler Jr., his son, is also a pastor. He went to the Pastors and Pews events we had in Anaheim in January of 2020, just before COVID. And he told me, Teresa, I've always been uh, raised um, agnostic about politics. Yes, I voted conservative, but I was always taught by my dad, Robert Schuler, not to discuss politics from the pulpit. He goes, so that's how I just did my church and everything. He goes, after I went to that event, then eight weeks later, the country was closed down because of COVID. He goes, that event and hearing those pastors and those speakers tell me how biblically I am called to tell my parishioners, you know, that they should vote. They should get out. They should run for office. He goes, it changed my life completely. I ended up opening a church in a parking lot in Santa Ana, April of 2020. And I preach, of course, the word and about Jesus. He goes, but I do not shy away from politics anymore Mm -hmm. and who they should vote for and what kind of people they should vote for. He goes, I was completely transformed. And here's a guy you'd think he was raised by one of the biggest preachers around. And that's how they were taught. And now totally in the mindset of like Pastor Phil and, you know, other pastors that are out there that teach their parishioners.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I wanted you to touch on that. So it was a beautiful segue because my question to you was, we're struggling with a lot of people saying that politics and religion should never merge, that those, you know, my we grew up and we said, we don't discuss politics and we don't discuss religion. Those are two personal things. And the whole, whether it be LGB or all these agendas are saying, you know, well, you don't want to talk about LGP that B, that we don't want to talk about the church. We don't. So all of this convoluting, messaging. But the point is, it has to be in the platforms of America, it has to be in the pulpits of America, it has to be in the churches of America, that were educating people of not only their rights, but their responsibilities. We have to educate. And Jesus, again, you know, it's funny, let me make mention another scripture is, when you talked about overturning the tables, he talked about a righteous indignation. So we need to be have a righteous indignation and say no, not on my watch. You like I am a grandmother. And I do not want my grandchildren facing the America that we're facing today. If we don't wake up in our churches and our neighborhoods and on our school boards. So We've touched on that, but let me just mention this one last thing, because I was just talking to someone, a former mayor of Anaheim, and I said, okay, we've got this issue going on in Anaheim, and who's ever listening, this applies to your city as well, right. and I text him and I asked, do we have anyone coming up on, this, on the uh, board, on the city council for re-election? Yes. Because if someone is up for re-election in the next year or two, we need to be be preparing yes. that seat for someone, Correct. Right. We can't wait until it's too late, and then we say, we're going to replace three Republicans with three Democrats, and then there goes your city.
1: Right, right. Correct. Correct. And there is actually, there is a seat up, a very important seat that right now, the mayor you have can't go totally crazy with the city because she doesn't have the votes. Right. But that's why this next seat in your city of Anaheim, is very important to find somebody that is a and you don't even have to you know you we say democrat and republican independent whatever you just need a righteous person that is going to do what is right for its constituents um and you need to start grooming somebody to run for that seat you can't wait um our country was founded on biblical principles and people can talk all day long about not mixing you know church and politics that whole deal of not mixing church and politics has been totally misconstrued i mean we could tell the dems or people in the lbg2 drag queen community you know it's really not, not nice to be talking about your sexuality out in public all the time. Who does that? But they certainly have no problem with it. That's all they do is talk about sex all day long and, you know, nauseum. So they twist the rules when yeah. it's to their agenda. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to get absolutely away uh, that scripture again. When righteous people are in authority, the people rejoice. And we have to have people in authority that we're never going to agree on everything, but there are certain things, just freedom of speech, protecting children from pedophiles, not having pornographic books for kindergartners to read, Mm -hmm. you know, you can be a Democrat, I call it a JFK, you know, blue dog Democrat, they would have never agreed to any of this.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: you people have just got to stop with that. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Well, you're you're gonna be in a really load of hurt in this world and not like the world. You mm-hmm. don't want to talk about it now. Well, there'll be a day you're not allowed to talk about That's it.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, in conclusion, the verse I just mentioned, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And who's ever listening right now, you need to educate yourself. Teresa has given us some incredible tools and resources, ideas. Be active, be proactive. Always start with what she just said. I felt something in my spirit. So begin to pray right now and just say, Holy Spirit, if there's something I'm supposed to do, whether it's speak to a manager at a target, whether it's to rally the troops and go to a store, whether it's to get on your face and intercede, whether it's to run for a school board or a city council, everyone can make a difference. God has given us this country on our watch for our Esther moment as such a time as this. And I'm telling you right now, everyone can do something. So I yes. commend you, Teresa. You are a role model to me. You educate me and inform me seriously. I go to you all the time with questions. Um, so you need to find someone like a Teresa Hernandez that can give you insight um, both on what's happening in the government and politically, and then go to the word of God for what's happening in the spirit realm. God will lead you for sure. Right. So Teresa, thank you. You're beautiful. I appreciate you. Thank oh, you for your yes. time.
1: Thank you, Tammy. Thanks for doing this and getting the word out and educating people. Appreciate it.
0: Well, guys, thanks so much for joining me for Tam Talks. Again, check me out on YouTube or all of our podcasts. We're constantly informing you with good dialogue and honest conversation. Have a great time. Until next, have a great day. Until next time, we love you guys. Bye-bye.